Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 156 of Report This Post, the podcast about bad posts and bad people. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. Put the bat down, Wendy. And we're your hosts with the post. Every week, Christian, myself, or a listener select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. And this week's topic, as chosen by a listener named Mike, is Stanley Kubrick. That's right. The auteur. Famed director... Uh, famed uh, m- m- moon landing faker, <laughs> famed uh, star abuser, uh, which we'll talk about, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, that's right, director of such films as The Shining, Barry Lyndon, uh, Apocalypse Now. No, that wasn't him. Uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Well, always, the, always got those confused. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though I did research about one of those this week, yet still totally forgot. Uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. What else do we got? Anything else? Clockwork Orange. Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, And then a couple early ones. Oh, Spartacus. Lolita. Sure. Uh, Yeah, I was looking at his uh, oeuvre, and I think I've seen like three of these movies. Sure. And only ones that interest you, right? Uh, Yeah. I think I told this last year when we did a whole episode about The Shining uh, for our bonus episode folks is that correct uh we, we did. didn't we do that yeah, we did. uh first time i saw the shining i was like 12 when my uh my dad randomly took me to blockbuster and said you gotta see this movie uh and we rented it and then came home and uh watched it i he i was in the like the, the little uh love chair he was on the couch and 10 minutes in he was passed out <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> just alone by yourself watching it. Yeah. I realize now looking back like, oh, he was just hammered that whole time. Like there was not at the at the at the <laughs> driving movie. me to Blockbuster, he was destroyed. <laughs> and then by the time we got home, he was his body just gave up. Uh, cuz otherwise, why would any of that happen? <laughs> so, anyway, that was my first experience. Don't remember anything about it when I saw it the first time except the naked old woman. Uh that stuck with me a lot. Uh, and uh, seen it several times since. Really enjoy it. Uh, saw two thousand one. Really on a deep level. Uh, yeah, I watched a two thousand one. Probably like honestly, like a year and a half ago for the first time. And I was like, "Well, this looks pretty cool. Sounds cool. Great." Uh, Clockwork Orange and uh, Full Metal Jacket. I watched when I was like nineteen or twenty because that's the perfect time you time watch, to watch those it. movies. Yep. Uh, Doctor Strangelove, seen that? Don't don't know anything. Went right over my head. That whole whatever commentary. It was that was another one of those movies I watched, and then afterwards I read like this. Uh, this movie is a comedy. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> there was there was supposed to be humor in there. I don't know. You sure? You sure yeah, about that? I didn't get that. It's not that I found it bad. I just didn't understand what was going on because I didn't uh, know anything about anything. Sure. And who does it these days, right, folks? Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's all I got. What about you, Christian? Uh, similar. I, I've seen a handful of his films, uh, only really the ones that interest me. So Shining, like you said, Full Metal Jacket, uh, Clockwork Orange. Uh, I watched 2001 was the first Kubrick movie I watched, and I think I was like eight when I watched that, mm. which um, really deep subject matter for like an eight year. It was, you know, just like had no no clue what's going on. Uh, watched it again recently, maybe two years ago or so. Still have no idea what's going on at any point in that movie. It seems like a lot of different movies put into one. Um, yeah. Which I guess is a cool... It, it's one of those weird things that like I feel like if that was remade now, it would be a lot more cohesive, uh, which would is probably making a lot of people pull their hair out that I say that. But um, just something about the filming style of it just does not sit well with me. So just... A, Weird, weird thing. Yeah, there's no like superheroes and comic book characters <laughs> flying right. around the screen. Yeah, so that's right. there's no magic swords or anything. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> uh, well, before asleep. we before we get to the Kubrick post, uh, the only announcement we have is that uh, we we did our live show. It was fantastic. Uh, we had a lot of fun with it. You can go listen to it this week over on Patreon.com/slash Report This Post, the third anniversary show. It was a hit. Uh, sure so much fun we got man the the posts that we read you wouldn't believe the posts that our wonderful listeners read all i think we had 700 people there (laughs) more people than they're subscribed to that's right they were just people were bringing their aunts and uncles on it was very suspicious the number but uh yeah head over to patreon.com slash support the show uh posts oh god for a full video and audio of that um this week at some point if i'm thinking of the calendar correctly uh hmm. really not good at doing this thing where i'm lying and pretending that we're promoting (laughs) accurately uh hmm. all right well just go just go subscribe if you haven't already what the fuck are you doing uh and hey speaking of uh, what the fuck are you doing a lot of people said that to uh, many kubrick films over the years why don't we get started with some of that stuff Sure. So the Museum Museum of Moving Images, which is a uh, some sort of movie archival account, tweeted out, misunderstood upon its release, but now rightly regarded as one of the Kubrick's great masterworks, the magisterial tragicomedy Barry Lyndon arrives in 35mm September 17th through October 2nd. And at LX Theol replied, it is not a masterpiece. It is freaking boring. Yes, there are some beautiful images, but a million candles do not tell a good story, even if they look good in window reflections. And an account, Tweet by My Hand, which has an avatar of God, responded, This says more about you than it does about the film, plebe. And John Butter 2 added, Kubrick always brings out a certain kind of troll, obstinate in his hatred, despite having no idea what he's talking about. I don't know why Kubrick, but it's probably the ex- excellence which fills mediocrities with a seething envy. Oof. Boy, who? why would anyone think fans of Kubrick are assholes, huh? Why would they <laughs> yeah, think yeah. that? Like that does, yeah. Uh, film Twitter is a wild place, uh, if you guys haven't been involved with it. That's just uh, hateful people on both sides uh, mm-hmm. constantly arguing about... Uh, <laughs> different movies more than any other genre of twitter it seems to be the one that hates their subject matter more than any other hates their subject matter hates people that like the same things they do hates uh people that 
dislike things they like, hates mm-hmm. people that like things they don't like. Just a real hodgepodge of uh, un, un, really uh, un, unapproachable, unfriendly people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of good opinions too. Uh, like all, like all of these opinions, I think they're great. Um, tweets by my hand. Is this a uh, one of those God parody accounts or something? I think it started off as that, and then the person just dropped the bit. And then just tweet uses it like their regular account. So it started off like the one like a clone of the tweets by God or whatever that was like super popular uh, a thousand years ago. Is that more sad than someone who maintains the bit for a long time? I'm not really sure. You know, I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, their most recent tweet was a retweet of a uh, woman dressed up like Colonel Sanders wearing. Uh, pasties and uh, like sexy underwear. Mm, so okay, that's the kind of that's the oh, theme that we're going for. Gotcha. Well, uh, looks cool. like they they retweet anything that has you know twenty thousand. Oh, you know here's a hundred thousand light faves on it. So they're just like retweeting viral stuff. That's it. Which is another weird way to. Uh, interact online sure i've no everyone you go to a normie account and that's the only thing they do is just retweet popular tweets which i, I, <laughs> I and then argue about stanley kubrick movies yeah yeah and uh, there's always usually some sports avatars and stuff like that too with those kind of folks well uh, speaking of barry Lyndon, a movie i've never seen and have absolutely no interest in seeing uh, it's always talked about uh, for its great innovating lighting as uh, uh, Laxathiol talked about. Well, here's a comment on a review for the film uh, from YouTube, left by user named Kindle. Just the simple fact that Stan used just candles to obtain such grand atmosphere via their refulgent elucidation is groundbreaking in itself. Stanley could make the most mundane things interesting. And uh, two likes on that comment. <laughs> from two other assholes, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Now, refulgent elucidation, is that what we're saying here? Um, Refulgent. Refulgent elucidation. So, uh, looking those two words up roughly translates uh, in layman's terms to brightly shining clearness, Mm -hmm. which doesn't even really fit with... (laughs) No. (laughs) Like, the guy guy literally went to, like... Yeah, heathosaurus.com. Heathosaurus.com. He's like, if I'm if I'm commenting on the master's work, I have to be just <laughs> the most prickish. Yeah, just the the most awful asshole about this that I can be. A so. master that he uh, he knows is Stan, by the way. <laughs> they're pretty, friends. Pretty tight. They're old with, friends. With you know, old, uh, Stanny K. Yeah, they're they're old. They're chummy, real chummy guys. Uh, He's a Stan Stan. Nice. He's a Stan simp, more like it. Mm. Uh, yeah. Another weird thing when people just like will, will refer to actors and uh, directors by first name. Um, that's another weird film thing. Um, but you know what? More power to him. Uh, this this guy's asshole is uh, ass wide open for for him. <laughs> for Stan. <laughs> Now, is there an hmm, X-rated parody? Let's see what else we <laughs> Okay, got. yep, run with it. Okay. Uh, okay, if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna do this, we might as well do it. Let's see. We have a clockwork orange. Mm, 
uh, a cock worked hard by <laughs> Stan's cock was worked. Doctor right. Strangelove, Strangelove refers to being gay for Kubrick. It's immoral, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, Lolita. Hmm, well, that one I'm not sure. Paths of Glory. Uh, uh, path to the Glory Hole, where <laughs> Kubrick's dick is poking through the hole for this guy to suck. Is that good? <laughs> Sir, I'd like the path to the Glory Hole. Yep. Don't mind. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Two thousand one. Mm, that's how many loads of Stanley Kubrick's cum this guy wants in his belly at any given moment. <laughs> this, is, this is like seventh grade humor. It's I fun. think. I think that's the end of it. Yeah. Great. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. Uh, this, uh-huh. is be, this is going to be one of those episodes already. <laughs> well, hey, speaking of reviews, I found this half-star review of 2001 A Space Odyssey over on Letterboxd. If I could give less than half a star, I absolutely would. This is the absolute worst movie I have ever seen. I did not think I could physically hate a movie as much as I hated this one. Everything takes twice as long as it should. We spend half the movie watching someone go to something, and then we don't even get to watch them actually do the thing half the time. The entire plot could be portrayed in a short film, and this is two and a half hours long. There is even at least two minutes of black after the credits just so the music can finish. Fucking why? The sound is also terrible. Some of the hard cuts and audio for effect were really cool, but there were few moments that did not make up for the rest of the audio. The music is blaringly loud. I found myself constantly adjusting level during the film to make it watchable. The only reason people pretend to like this movie is to seem cool. Oh, you just don't get it. Kubrick is a genius. No, he's dumb. This is the first film of his I finished, and I only finished it out of spite. No, uh, he's dumb. Like, <laughs> he, do, do you he, think he, no. he's dumb? <laughs> he's the dumb one. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stupid. I'm smart. Uh, two minutes of black after the credits is pretty funny. That's a sure. Good bit. Well, I mean, that's a solid bit. I feel like he he just fucked up the editing on that one. <laughs> Sometimes on on uh, when I'm editing the podcast, I'll move like something up in the in the files, and it like it leaves an extra minute of dead air at the very end of the episode and i think that's just what happened with that uh, with this <laughs> he just, yeah, they, and he's like oh was, something uh, out of the geos one of my genius moves yeah it was a, it was a clip and they just like oh yeah. <laughs> oh like that's you'll see a lot of that stuff with uh his some of his movies where there's like inconsistencies people are like well this is just more evidence of the genius <laughs> of him well well that plant that moved in the scene uh, was probably oh just a, a stage hand that fucked it yeah. up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I after your next post, I can I can something I came across during yeah this whole and thing. We'll, and especially with this uh, movie. Hey, folks! If you're enjoying this free episode, you can get the entire episode over at Patreon.com/slash Report This Post. You'll get all the posts you've heard. Plus, there's more. Uh, in addition to the free stuff you've already heard, you're going to hear even more 
uh, about a whole extra hour's worth. Uh, and that's not just for this episode, but for every episode. And in addition to that, you have to do uh, the, the absolute greatest thing you could possibly do, which is uh, give us five bucks a month, because then you'll uh, get a bonus episode every week. Kind of rambling here, but you understand what I'm saying, right? Patreon.com slash report this post. Bye! Uh, another review from Letterboxd, it's of uh, The Shining, from user Josh. Great name, by the way. A hateful piece of historic masculine cruelty. <laughs> Shelley Duvall was a victim of horrifying abuse on the set of The Shining, and its narrative and thematic concerns implicitly justify and support that abuse. Yet we continue to canonize it. I've been on the wrong side in regards to this film for much, much too long, and I can only start to reconcile that now, but at least I am finally awake. As far as I'm concerned, acclaiming this film is inseparable from culpability. Um, oddly, uh, according to uh, Josh's Letterboxd, his uh, favorite film of all time is Eyes Wide Shut. Sure. Yep. So. Uh, P- pizza emoji, eye emoji. Yep. There we he, go. He's, well, he separated the. Uh, he, he said that, the, you know, The Shining is this horrific thing, awful abuse. Uh, this other movie did though, great, love it. Yeah, so, love it. Love the uh, horrifying abuser <laughs> did something horrific, but this other movie's fantastic. I love it. Which the the plot of the other movie is about a secret sex society. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess because it was out in the open, maybe he wasn't so. Uh, hmm. But also uh, the 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 Shelley Duvall thing. Uh, it's that seems to just be accepted now as fact that she was. Uh, she went insane because of that movie or something like that. Yeah, but there's, yeah, there's really much. no, there's really no real evidence of it. And now, uh, and now outside and of what, of you know, her and a couple things that Nicholson has said. And I mean, so you got, you got. Steve, even to her credit, she said like, "Yeah, it was hard, but I still love the guy. Kubrick was really nice to me. Otherwise, and then yeah, people uh, yeah. just took his craziness as a director to be like, well, now she's uh, insane and fat and lives in Texas because of Kubrick. It's like, she was probably already insane. She probably had some stuff going on. Yeah. Um, the the whole, you know, taking 100 takes mm-hmm. sort of thing and everything. But I mean, I guess if you're passionate about a project and that's what it does. And, you know, this is not the first time a movie where people have uh, distanced themselves because that's the whole thing is like everybody was cold to her and everybody, you know, they didn't like mm-hmm. eat with her. And it's like, yeah, but that's like not uncommon when you have like a serious heavy movie to have everybody kind of separated off to keep that feeling uh, on screen so that you're not doing yeah. subtle cues that you're like, you know, buddy, buddy. Yeah. Like thousands of actors and actresses have had to gone through similar things and uh, none of them have sort of became insane. So or at no, least no more than they already are. But this is very much uh, the whole uh, cruelty thing uh, is a big sticking point for people online just to um, between the ages of 18 and 24 who have yeah. not seen these films to say why they hate Stanley Kubrick so much. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Go to. The Shining on Letterboxd and sort by the lowest reviews. It's a, it's a whole bunch of that stuff from nineteen-year-old uh, girls who uh, really love astrology and uh, typing in lowercase. And their favorite movies is Spring Breakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is actually not all. It's all that's also like a misogynistic movie, but in a fun way. 
So good mm. for that. I haven't, haven't seen it. Don't know what it is. Don't care. Great. From our Stanley Kubrick, I don't want to upset anybody, but The Shining didn't exactly scare me. Okay. I had never seen any horror movie before except The Devil's Advocate with Al Pacino, so I thought I would be really scared. <laughs> However, it didn't particularly frighten me. It's still a good movie with great acting, direction, and dialogue, but there's almost nothing truly scary. Except for perhaps the woman in the bathroom, which I am sure everyone could see coming a mile away. There's a happy ending, too, as Wendy escapes with her son in the end. There's also the scene with Jack admitting to dreaming about killing his family. However, that's more cringy than frightening. I am also not sure what the purpose of the black guy in the story. Literally, the only thing he does for the plot is to bring the snowcat so they can escape. Mm. Anom0824 mm. asked, you haven't seen a single horror movie ever? To which the OP responded, what's wrong with that? I'm 19. Mm-hmm. Um... Boy, how the hell is Devil <laughs> Devil's Advocate with Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves uh, a, a real horror fest? Yeah. How does that make it onto the plate of someone who was born in the early two thousands? Boy, I don't get no that. No idea. You're at Grandma's house. You're going through the VHS tapes. You're pulling them out, and that one looks interesting because you know who the guy. Oh, I know. I've seen The Matrix. I've this seen is- John Wick. <laughs> This kid's, this, this kid's beyond VHS, by the way. You're being very generous. <laughs> yeah, uh, never even saw that myself, so this kid's got that up on me, I guess. It's uh, not a bad flick. It's a mid-90s uh, trash. Definitely one I saw a lot on the shelves at Blockbuster, uh, browsing and uh, saying, uh, don't know what that's about. Um, looks, uh, looks like a grown up movie, but not in a fun way. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Right it's next a, to like, uh, The Firm and Pelican Brief yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it tries to be very <laughs> serious, but it's about, uh, the devil, uh, who is a lawyer or is trying to, like, take a lawyer to hell. It's, that's very one of those movies silly. where they came up with the title first. And yeah, and like, then they worked backwards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We got Pacino. Uh, what the fuck are we going to do? Yeah. Just have uh, him yell the entire time. Yep. Well, hey, if it ain't broke. That's right. Uh, another one here from R. Stanley Kubrick. Uh, title of the story is Fuck You Metacritic. And they include a side-by-side screenshot of the Metascore for 2001 A Space Odyssey, which was 84, and a video game from last year called The Last of Us Part 2, which had a 93. Uh, and he added, I realize I'm comparing a game to a very old movie, but I just find it insulting that one of the most disappointing things, not just games or even sequels, but in general, is rated higher than one of my favorite movies of all time. And I know ratings are pointless, and 2001 was beloved at a time. Uh, Quatez asked, how come the game was disappointing? And the OP responded, here's a video that explains it. Uh, and he linked to a 49-minute YouTube review of the game. <laughs> Oof. Oh, I would rather mm-hmm. shove burning red-hot barbecue skewers under every single one of my fingernails than watch a 49-minute video game review uh-huh. on YouTube. Uh-huh. Good lord. Yeah. That would be that would be tough. This 
this this is the the problem with the pop culture explosion in the last couple of years is that everything is being compared to everything else. So this guy, yeah, there's no reason for this to happen. No, this guy's comparing a movie that's you know universally renowned, around by many many people with a video game that came out. Um, that's I don't even know how popular it is. I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. So just. You know, a, it's a, a real movie, apples to oranges situation here. And a you movie can't from be upset over fifty years ago, by the way, to a video game from uh, eleven months ago. Uh, now, this this only holds weight in any way is if uh, it's the same people reviewing them, I guess, and they're Does reviewing the, them, comparing to each other. If they're compared, but I don't know. <laughs> that's very weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it is an it's an apple and oranges situation. For, for it to be insulted. Also, why are you blaming Metacritic? Like, they just collect <laughs> reviews. Because <laughs> who else Who else do they have to blame, right? The only thing I know about Last of Us Part 2 is that uh, whenever I saw it pop up, it would be uh, the same sort of stuff as, like, uh, The Last Jedi, where it would be people saying, this is SJW bullshit. Uh, sure. And then people saying, like, uh, oh, uh, Incel tears. Uh, they hate this game, so it's just like dumb culture war bullshit, which I'm assuming is what uh, this guy, his whole thing, is probably uh, anti yeah, I mean, SJW I, shit. I gotta say, I'm there's a there's for the amount of like that you and I have been online, it's great to not have been come up in that time where you have to feel like you're you have to have an opinion on every single piece of media that's presented and. Uh, you have to have a political staunch opinion about it. Yes. It has to like it's ha- you ha- your opinion has your to like <laughs> slide into your your collection of opinions that are important. Like and this is I can't let anybody actually know how I actually feel about this. No. <clears throat> well, that's good. I don't think people should share their actual feelings it's, on anything. You know what? Online. It's true. You, that would you, be great. The, my new thing is to uh, watch a movie or a TV show and then not comment on it, and it feels great because then I don't have to argue with anybody or have people tell me why I shouldn't watch it or whatever. It's great. It takes a it turns it from homework into something enjoyable. I suggest it highly Weird. to everybody. Yeah, how about it? Weird to think about. Weird and wild stuff. Speaking of which, a now deleted user started the thread "Eyes Wide Shut and Pedophilia." over on our Stanley Kubrick. I was watching the movie recently, and I noticed during the orgy scene that Kubrick has two child-sized, fully-clothed figures sitting on a couch next to two teenage-looking girls, both naked, and a person standing behind them who appears to be an adult wearing a happy and crying clown mask. This happens right before Tom Cruise is confronted by the full-grown woman who redeems him. It makes me wonder if he is confronted by the house staff not because he has penetrated their party, which seems to dive into smaller and smaller sexual niches with each passing scene, but because he's about to discover the smallest niche of all, pedophilia at the core of the elite's inner circle. I watched this scene with fresh eyes in light of what was going on with Jeffrey Epstein. And no, I am not a conspiracy theorist in the least. I'm just a fan of Kubrick's work, and I marvel how relevant each of his films remain. That I could watch this film 20 years after its release and still see new details that link to present-day events is amazing. 
And another deleted user commented, Pedophilia was absolutely the main theme in 2001. Think about it. What is the real goal of the mission, huh? The aliens are initiating the top earthling perverts into an intergalactic pedo ring. Why? <laughs> what is the end result of the mission? Star baby. That's why the <laughs> alien pedos send him back to Earth. They're like, wait till the Earth pedos give, pedos give Star Baby a try. They will all want to join our alien pedo ring. Mm. Yeah. Uh, of the theories I've read about 2001, that's one of the better ones, I guess. <laughs> More, most concrete. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's hard not to sound like to say you're a. I'm not a conspiracy theory in the least, but, uh, but you know. Yeah, but here's this uh, really you know, weird theory I had. Yeah. Here's this theory about a pedophilia at the core of the elite's inner circle that I think ties back into what's going on now. Like, I wouldn't say you're necessarily a prolific conspiracy theorist, but maybe in the least you are. Maybe in just the, a little bit. And that's fine. Uh, stay on Reddit even longer and all these various subreddits and you will become even even bigger one, no doubt. Yeah, ain't that the truth? It's, it's interesting the slippery slope you can get into where you start researching your favorite film, and the next thing you're you're, uh, <laughs> you're forty five minutes into a six hour documentary on mm-hmm. Little Saint James. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, speaking Been there. of all that stuff, there's another interesting theory about Eyes Wide Shut over on our Stanley Kubrick. My dark suspicion is that Kubrick saw how fake Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman's marriage was. I think he wanted to expose how their marriage of convenience was a sham by casting them in the film that centers on a wife admitting to her husband that she considered cheating on him to satisfy her sexual needs. Tom Cruise's character's reaction at being emasculated in this way was to seek out an outlandish orgy to bolster his manhood. In real life, Cruise went on TV, jumping on couches to prove how much he loved Katie Holmes. Kubrick was a genius who did not tolerate insincerity. And Nerdbro1 said... I don't think Kubrick would care and make a whole film just to diss a movie star. He's better than that and made movies that were above that. Uh, whereas user Meta World Police said, reasonable enough to be quite honest. So, two <laughs> sides it, of the coin. Yeah, same coin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Filming for 400 days and dying during post-production in mm-hmm. an attempt to teach Tom Cruise a lesson, I guess. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> snickering the fake. whole time he's filming. <laughs> Like, just making fun of Tom Cruise. <laughs> really weird. Really weird. Now, that's a theory. That's a theory for sure. Um, yeah. Remains the uh, the longest shoot of any movie to this point. Hmm. Cool. Never Which seen it. Cr- crazy to think. It's a good... It's uh, I've seen parts of it. I have never actually never seen that whole movie. But uh, oh, you know what I'm think I'm thinking of Vanilla Sky when I think of that, anyways, which is a good movie. So hey, everybody, go watch uh, Vanilla Sky. Ooh, vanilla, that's another one I saw at 18 or 19 Way too years old, <laughs> yeah. and I was just like, okay, cool, I get it. Yeah, all women stink. Yeah, you're right, is that bro. Amen. What else am I? I'm thinking. Might be thinking of something else. Sure. I mean, uh, Memento. Uh, what else was popular? Equilibrium. That's what you're thinking of with uh, Christian Bale. Hmm. That's, that's now, what, what was wasn't there a Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz or is that this one? That's Vanilla Sky. Yeah, Vanilla Sky. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. one I saw. Uh, He's I got the mask on. There was like a crazy car crash or something in it. Mm-hmm. It's all yeah. disfigured, and then you don't know what's real and what's not. I, the only thing I remember is the car accident. So, 
because you are jacking off feverishly to it. No doubt. <laughs>